Hello everybody and welcome to the Spore the Warning podcast. This is review number 237 with a review of Monsters University. I'm Christopher Schnazy. I'm Carson Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spore the Warning podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, Carson Patrick and I are going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases hitting a theater near you. Each week we're going to try to bring you as many episode reviews as we can. This week we had a review of The East, uh, World War Z, and also this review of Monsters University. And, uh... How you doing this late evening, Carson? I am um, here. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to talk s- scary monsters. We're gonna bust through this uh, monsters university. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fast track this class really fast. I mean, this is gonna be a tangent. But we'll try to blow through it. Did I, I'm assuming that you saw the uh, trailer for Planes, the film. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, which I'll point out. They've already scheduled Planes 2. Like, they're that confident in it, which I think is kind of crazy, but... I think I was already not on board with the idea of a Planes film going into uh, uh, when they first announced it. Like, because I think it was originally going to go straight to DVD, but now I guess... Yeah, it was. It was supposed to go straight to DVD, yeah. Like, I I already hated the idea of it because Cars is my least favorite Pixar property, but I hated it back when I thought that it was going to be a film where everyone in the film was a plane, not that it was going to also be a universe where there were cars. Like, it, I thought it was just going to be a complete, its own universe, not the same universe that cars takes place in. So if you have a universe in which some people are planes, some people are cars, where were all the freaking planes in the movie's cars? I, I think there may have been some in the cars movies, but I don't remember. There definitely there was, was a, there definitely wasn't in the first one. There might have been planes. I think there were the, definitely some planes in the second one. There was that like James no, no, Bond it was, type it, plane. It was a car that, uh, like that wings popped out of and it flew. Was it? I thought it was an actual plane though. I don't. I. I, I maybe it was. Maybe I'm misremembering. But uh, I'm pretty sure. It just doesn't make sense. It's really annoying, and I hate it. No, I mean, like, the, like I, we've talked about how, like, the, the universe of Cars just doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. It makes about um, as much sense as the universe of Turbo. Yeah, which exactly. Which I, I know isn't <laughs> Pixar, but just putting that out there. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the the idea of planes is not exciting at all. Yeah. Um, and it's just weird. It's just, like, it, it does, it totally feels like a movie that should be going straight to DVD. Yeah. It, Which, it, yeah, I, I, I'm not looking forward to planes. I guess uh, Cars 2 made enough money that uh, they decided, you know, like, screw it, the kids are stupid, and we can make them watch this crap movie. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I mean, I, I guess they figured, well, we'll try and, you know, get a bang for our buck if we release it in theaters. Yeah, I don't know, it's going to be terrible, I'm not excited for it, um, but... You know, you know, going into Monsters University, I think we both weren't totally excited, right? No, I was indifferent about it because it just seemed like, you know, they were going back to the well uh, and not in a way like that I was excited for, you know? Yeah. Well, I... It just didn't seem necessary at all. Like, that, that's, that's how I felt too. And sitting down in the theater as it was about to start, a thought popped into my head. And we will obviously, in a review, get into whether or not that thought uh, manifested itself in any real way. But I, I, for a moment, I was like, you know what? If this, if this film turned out to be the equivalent of Harry Potter the first year, like all about the school and learning to be a monster and really yeah. just like, I realized that there was potential for this film to actually do something pretty outstanding in 
the training of what like because Harry Potter the first Harry Potter is still my favorite out of the whole seven and a half films um so like I started to get this idea of like oh if this is Harry Potter year one I'm actually gonna really like this film um but it may or may not have turned out that way so what do you say we take a look at the trailer for this film and then figure out if it did turn out that way all right Imagine a university where I can be unique in a family of thousands where I can love to learn and learn what I love. Time for a celebration. We'll be ready. Five, six, seven, eight, two, 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 seven, eight, turn. James B. Sullivan. I'm going to be a scarer. Were you kissing my hand? And what about you with all your shedding? I don't shed. Really? Just wait, Hotshot. I'm gonna scare circles around you this year. You're not even in the same league with me. (laughs) The MU Cafeteria has some of the best chefs in the world. Welcome to Scaring 101. You don't need to study scaring, you just do it. That is a good point. You might want to hang out with someone a little more your speed. Wanna join Uzma Kappa? We have cake. If you're not scary, what kind of a monster are you? I'm Art, new age philosophy major. Thought you might like to keep a dream journal. Is that a joke? The Scare Games! A super intense scaring competition! You could totally die. And it's worth it! If you lose, you will leave Monsters University. Fine! Behold, my brothers of Uzma Kappa! I have an extra toe! (laughs) Not with me, of course. Let's begin the first competition! Uh, Good luck, ladies. Thanks! We're gonna rip you to pieces! Tentacles and serpent's wings, they Don't go in there! Just reach deep down and let the scary out! Tonight we party like scarers! I can't be late on the first day! All right, Carson, it is time to party hard. Monsters University is the prequel to Monsters, Inc., and we join uh, uh, Mike and Sullivan, and they are students over at Monsters U, and they were trying to become big old scarers. And unfortunately, uh, Sullivan Sully is uh, kind of a slacker and gets kicked out of the program. Mike also does. So their only choice is to attempt to win the college scare games to make their way back into the program I mean, like like any good college tale out there um yes. and the uh you know shenaniganry and nefarious things ensue and the group is forced to try to party with an unlikely band of heroes in their little uh, fraternity that they've joined and try to win the scare games so they can prove to everybody that they're actually scary when in fact at least a few of them may not really be that scary uh, so carson did this film work for you or did it turn out to be as you had feared just sort of a retread of let's bring these properties back so that we can make some money off the children 
I mean, it's definitely a, a typical underdog tale, uh, for sure. I mean, we were joking before it started, but it really is like the internship, but with the characters from Monsters, Inc. Um, <laughs> but I think this movie is a, a lot better, I mean, than the internship. It does the same thing, but uh, it does it a lot uh, better, in my opinion. Um, yeah, like when they invented that device where you couldn't go through a door if you were drunk. I was like, oh, oh those guys. <laughs> When they invented a scaragram, you know, yeah. and for you some come reason, up with a new app. For some reason, there's like 15 minutes of the center of the film devoted to them going to a strip club and getting repeated laugh dances. <laughs> I, I just don't understand it. I, I was, I was baffled as to how similar it was. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's essentially, you know, they they have to go through like a series of challenges, and they're they're in like the the most unlikely of teams. And uh, we know they're gonna, we know they're gonna win and come back and beat the underdogs. But yeah, that's, uh, that's the weird thing is because it is a prequel, and you know that they eventually go to work for Monster Zeke and become some of the best scarers. Like at the beginning yeah. of Monster Zeke, like they are the reigning champs of Scaritude, whatever you call it. Yeah. Um. So it, they're, so it's they're like, the all stars. Yeah. So it's like there, there's almost no stakes in the film because you know that in the end they have to become like great scarers. So really the only chance for uh, there to be any conflict is the relationships and um, how the people feel about themselves and whether they grow as individuals as opposed to whether they successfully win at the end. And I think that, yeah, I mean, that's obviously there for sure. And I think that while the stakes aren't considerably high, I, I, I at least was invested in the fact that, like, you know, how are they going to get to the point where they are, you know, where we know that they become, uh, essentially. Yeah. Um, so I'll say that, like, I mean, I I kind of had a fun time with this movie, like, I, a lot more than I thought I, w- I was going to. I think this movie is way, way more entertaining than uh, than any of the Cars movies, for sure, and, and Brave yeah. last year, uh, definitely. Um, it, it is, obviously, yeah, it does play on really conventional formula uh, storytelling. Um, but I do think that there is, you know, it, it doesn't have like the Pixar magic as some of these other movies do, but I do, I do still think it has like the heart and the message of some of the, the great Pixar movies. I think this is obviously a, a lesser entry. Um, but I don't think it's a complete misfire. Like, uh, their, their last couple movies have been, um, I, I think that, I think that this was mostly just an enjoyable film. Like it, even if it, you know, didn't rely on a lot of the things that you've come to know about Pixar, you can just say that you enjoyed watching the movie just from that factor. Like I do think at the end, um, there's some surprising turns at the end, which is kind of harkens back to like old Pixar. But for the most part, this is a pretty straightforward movie. Um, but I think just like, the way they go about doing this story is a lot more, like I said, a lot more entertaining than something like the internship. Um, also, just like the characters, you've kind of known, you've come to know and and like them already. So, like, it's kind of it's fun seeing them back and like they're you know kind of seeing them not you know kind of out of their element. Obviously, yeah, they're out of their element and like they haven't been you know all these things haven't been established yet. It's actually one of the the like rare prequels where I was like. I didn't want it, you know, like, like when I saw the trailers, I was like, I don't need this. This feels unnecessary. 
Um, I still don't know if it was necessary, but as I was watching it, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, like, that's kind of cool, like, how they show you, like, how, like, the doors are made and, like, like some of the stuff where you're, you kind of get, like, a little insight into into how things are done. You're like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool, but, like, not in a way where it's like, oh, it, it took away the mystery or something. Yeah. I was actually, like, kind of interested. Like, I was like, yeah, that's that's kind of cool. And, like, I don't know. I think what really appealed to me in this movie is that, I mean, I do like the, uh, I do like good underdog tale, but I think what what's great about this movie is that it basically just takes like the classic 80s college comedy formula and just makes it into like a, a Pixar movie. Um, I, I mean, I think that there's a lot of that um, in this film. Obviously, it's inspired by those movies and it's just like kind of a kid-friendly take on it. And when it's done right, I mean, I, I will totally get on board. Like, we're like, oh, they come back and it's like it's down to them and the – you know, like a total like Revenge of the Nerds style movie where it's like it's down to the nerds and the, the jocks and yeah, and that's what this movie is. It comes down to that, and I'm just like, and I'm and I'm kind of into it, and uh, yeah, I mean, like that's that that's kind of the the main thing that I, I was into, and and like your question of or your thought of like, will this be like Harry Potter one? Which I won't say it's you know it's not my favorite of the series, but. It is the movie where it's the most fun in the sense that you're getting introduced to all of like characters and like the school and everything. And I don't know. There's something about like these like fantastical school movies where you're like, man, that'd be really cool to go there. You know, like yeah. I think Monsters University achieves that where like the university itself, the school itself. I mean, not only does the the animation in this movie look amazing but just the the world of the university is really cool you're like yeah like if that was an attraction at disneyland i would go to it you know like <laughs> how they have harry potter land now it's just like yeah like i would like they have cars land now at at, at california adventure but if they did like a monsters university like i would totally go and you could like do like scare games or something activities yeah. and whatnot but like I would be into that. Like I think that like they created like a pretty cool uh, extension to this universe that we already knew about. Um, so I think that was like a real that was like the biggest achievement that this movie did for me. Like it made me feel like that it was actually something substantial and not just like, hey, we're bringing back the guys from Monsters Inc. because yeah, because f it, because we like money. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like there was more of an effort put into it than just we're doing a prequel just for the prequel's sake, you know? Yeah. Well, it, it for, for me, it, it definitely didn't, uh, deliver on my like hope walking, like literally at the moment of walking into the theater of it being Harry Potter year one, because the class itself wasn't the focus of the story. Um, and like that, that overall, that wasn't a disappointment for me because I literally came up with that hope, like moments before the film started and I didn't expect it to actually be that. I just said like, whoa, that would be crazy if they did this because really I, I, the first Harry Potter is my favorite simply because it like, it's almost like 99% world building. It's all like, this is Hogwarts. This yeah. is how it works. Watch the kids compete, understand the way this stuff works. Like it just, it, it made me believe in the school more than I believed in the characters. And then I spent the next several years like getting to know all the characters and all that stuff. But 
I just I really love what that did and and this film didn't do that but like you said like it it, it spoofs college life amazingly like it is every college movie you've ever seen rolled into and flipped on its head to be a monsters film like it doesn't quite reach the level of satire that like Shaun of the Dead does or Hot Fuzz does but it it is clearly the filmmakers are aware of the tropes of college life and I think they play that in super well in in like recreating this uh this like college underdog story like you said like that 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 aspect totally totally worked for me I loved it and I, I think even more like um you know like it, it it doesn't get as deep as as a lot of Pixar stuff will do but it does have deep moments of 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 reflectiveness for the characters and and who they are and what they want to be and like that kind of stuff I have to applaud I mean this film takes uh you know, it, 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 it sort of rehashes something they really did terribly in Cars 2, where you have uh, Mater or whatever his name is. Um, yeah. Where, like, there was this idea of, like, I'm just stupid, her yuck. How come no one likes the stupid guy? And, like, they kind of had this thing where it's, like, it's, like, the message was it's okay to be stupid. And, and like, that like that really just fell so hard. And, and like, I really hated that aspect of Cars 2 amongst, like, yeah. hating the rest of the film. And there's a similar thing we have in here where, uh, you know, the character of Mike, like he is like inherently unscary and he's dealing with this desire to be a, a, a scarer. And like, even though we know that in, in the original film, which takes place after this, that he is, is part of a great scaring team, like one of the best scaring teams. Um, but at the time, like, his character is like even though we know he'll be great he hasn't figured out that he will be great one day he's dealing with the fact that like he is unscary everyone around him thinks he's unscary and even like his pal who we know will become his best friend in the future thinks he's unscary like the the, the freaking dean of the school is like you are un- you are not scary and you will never be scary and he's yeah. dealing with like all he's ever like the the uh, moment when he's like in elementary school and they visit the scaring factory and he first like like the thing that happens to him there which makes him want to be a scare I loved that moment like that was a perfect moment just everything that happened that was good him. yeah yeah like that. I like how they 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 had that as the opening scene where John Krasinski voicing the yeah guy. yeah <laughs> like that that happening. Because you already get, like, his runtiness and, like, his, like, inability to fit in. Like, even back then as a child, like, everybody was like, whatever, that's just him. Like, he's got to be on the teachers. He he, he, he is the equivalent in the internship of, of the group having to hang out with uh, – uh, the uh, Samsung Galaxy S3 guy. Like, yeah, with Lyle. <laughs> like, like, oh, I'm Lyle, the team manager. Like, like he's like, oh, I guess I got to be on the teacher's team. And, like, he's just being held back. And he gets that, that, that beautiful moment of, like, realizing that, like, one day I'm going to be a scarer. And, like, just really all the inspiration that scene just like perfectly works beautiful. And then he gets to college and it's like, he's finally has the chance to realize that. And immediately it's just crushed and taken from him. And like, it's just like those aspects of like you being like, obviously you're meant to put yourself inside his shoes and just like feel of like the desire to be something amazing. And just to be told that you can't no matter what you do and nobody believes in you. And like him really, this is a story of not just him becoming great because we know he will be, but how he learns to overcome the deficit that he has and, and who he is as a person. Like there are themes in here that are just really awesome. And like it, it is way better than I think it should have been. Like maybe it's not perfect, but I think all those emotional beats when they're actually being played 
work perfectly. And obviously, most of this film is, is dedicated to making jokes. And look, the mom's shaking her ass while she does the laundry while they're trying to initiate people. And, like, yeah. li- little things like that that are played just for the kids um, and, and are kind of dumbed down and are, are just kind of reduced to being a, a, a pr- pretty um, normal college uh, comedy. But there are moments of greatness, which I think are worth celebrating and, and worth acknowledging in this film. I mean, I think the, the overall message in this movie is far greater than what you said is in Cars 2. Like, I just, you know, basically, I think the messages are the same. Like you said, it's like to be yourself, which is something that, you know, has been done before. But like you said, in Cars 2, it's just like, well, to be yourself is just to be stupid like Mater is. Well, yeah, like um, in, Car- in Cars 2, it was being stupid is okay. Yeah, but, but in, I think in, in, the- <laughs> in, in this film, it's, you know, it's it, they're, they're, they're putting the greater message out there and saying that, like, you know, it's okay to fail sometimes because you have to do that to overcome and to, you know, to become who you are. Like, I, I think there's a much greater message here than there is in Cars 2. Like, it, it's better conveyed, I guess, is what yeah, I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah. The, the the you know the 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 age old message of yeah you have to fail and you have to keep um, you have to keep going and like even if people keep you know putting you down uh, you can still make it and uh, but I do think that like I, I you know I'm not gonna spoil it but the there's a moment in the film where I thought it was going to be over and then it keeps going with another uh, plot twist. And I wasn't expecting that. And I thought that was a, a nice unexpected twist to yeah. uh, to everything. Because it, you know, at first, I, th- I mean, I would have been fine the way that I thought it was going to end. But I like that they went in the direction that they went. Like, it made me like it even more. I, I, I think I know exactly what you're saying. And that moment, there because there was a moment where I was like, Oh, I guess this is t- kind of the end, and I really didn't like that it was about to end there. Um, it felt cheap, and I, when it continued, I was like, "Oh, okay, I totally take back everything I was just thinking because now it makes more sense." <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Like I, that's I think we're talking about the same thing. But I mean, I, like I said, I would have been just fine with the way it ended. Like I expected it to end that way. Yeah. Um. So I thought it was unexpected to have it, you know, go the way that it did. So I, I was glad that, you know, and then they, you know, they greater or they expand upon the message that we were talking about. So that's, yeah, that, that was good. Like I, I liked how they ended it the way that they did. And, and, you know, like some of the humor in it is obviously it's more silly humor aimed at kids, but there, there was some other stuff that I thought was, was, pretty humorous like the like the guy that's like the old dude who's like came back to college <laughs> like some of that was funny uh, you mean the the dude with the tentacles yeah he's like i'm yeah. don carlton in sales <laughs> like i don't know something about like his like midwestern like aw shucks like i don't know i just felt like that that was clearly a character inspired by someone's dad yeah um also, I like anytime you put Charlie Day in a movie, even if it's just his voice, I I will laugh. Um, and he was the voice of the the weird uh, purple like double leg thing monster guy. <laughs> Which one's the purple double? Oh, Mer- yeah, yeah, I think yeah, his yeah. name was Art, and he's yeah, just yeah. like 
they're like, all right, and the like the first scare challenge, they're like, you can't touch the like little <laughs> light balls. He's or like, I want to touch everything. He's like, I want to. Oh, I'm gonna touch him. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty funny. Yeah, he's like, I can't go back to jail. Yeah, <laughs> he would just say things that that felt very uh, much like how you would uh, think Charlie Day voicing an animated character would say. Yeah. The main thing is that I just really like the the world that they created for the university and uh yeah, some of the the callbacks were nice to some of the to the first movie and um I I thought that you know it's really morally it's more just an enjoyable Pixar movie than a than one where you're just like, "Whoa, this is, you know, like a Toy Story 3 or something." Yeah, yeah. Or or an up. But yeah. Yeah, it, it it doesn't it doesn't like reach amazing levels of Pixar, but it definitely exceeds um you know what Pixar has done lately with like as you said Brave and um any of the Cars films. Uh, yeah. So there there are some great things, and I I actually really love to uh the the moments towards the end of the film where they go from they like they go from just proving that they understand the tropes of college uh, life to proving that they understand the tropes of horror films in general. Um, that oh, whole, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that whole scene was, like, very well done. Like, as it's happening, I'm just like, this is um, this is B.A. right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Did you, did you like the uh, the little short that was in the beginning of the movie that they always have? Um, I... I did not like it. Uh, as it as it started, I was like, "That looks like real life. This is amazing." And I was like praising its it, its. Yeah, uh, me too. I was like, "Wow, this is really real." Yeah, like technologically, I was like, "This is freaking amazing." And then I was like, "This is a poor man's version of Paperman." <laughs> I was gonna say it. It felt like Paperman, but just with umbrellas. Yeah, it it, it was it was Paperman. First of all, you put a lot of really weird emphasis like on the umbrellas. Emphasis on the umbrella? I don't know. I said <laughs> it just sounded weird. Anyways, umbrellas. Uh, like when I when I was watching it, I was just kind of like, as soon as it started, I was like, oh, this is kind of cute, whatever. And then like as soon as things started happening, I was like, hmm, mm, this has none of the heart that Paperman has. And... It was weird. It was weird because like Paperman is a short like the way that it's animated just makes it feel magical. Yeah. This, the way that this was animated, like I was watching Blade Runner or something <laughs> like it, it felt very like gritty. And like, I'm not saying that as a bad thing. Like I, like I said, I thought the animation was like really spectacular. Like I, I thought it was live footage. Like I thought it was live action footage. Yeah. The, the, mixed the, with the Pixar opening, animation. The, the beginning of it where it's just that shot of the wall. I was like, Whoa, that's weird. They did a live action short. <laughs> Yeah, like no, I honestly thought so, and then, but then once you, and, and even like the animation of, like all the different structures and like the streetlights, you know, and like how yeah. they had faces, like I thought that was really cool. But then they show you the umbrellas, and like it just kind of felt like they ran out of. I, they're like, well, how do we animate the umbrellas? Let's just put like the lamest face on them. Like it just didn't seem like they had the same inventiveness to them as like the other uh you know inanimate objects had you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. like just like a black face that just looked like a standard smiley or whatever 
it, it just was weird. Like, it just didn't – it was like a weird contrast. And I don't know if they were like, we got to have characters that look happy because everything else looks sad. I don't know. Like, it was weird. Yeah, and, and that was the other thing that didn't make sense too either is this was like – this wasn't like – the people holding the umbrellas aren't important to the story. It's literally the personification of the umbrellas being like somebody. And and like that, that the romance of two umbrellas side by side in a sea of black, like a red and a blue umbrella in a sea of black umbrellas. And it's supposed to communicate some like romance. Like it just, it didn't work for me at all. And it just felt way too close to paper man, which I freaking love to death. Like it's, like I, I have screenshots of Paperman as the lock screen on my iPhone right now. Like it's like it, it's something that is near and dear to my heart. And just like seeing this short, I was like, Pixar, why do you feel like you're just like ripping straight, attempting to recreate the emotions of that short? I don't know. It just bothered yeah, me. Yeah, I don't know. Like I mean, I don't know. I feel like they probably were not inspired by each other, but it does feel that way. Yeah. It does feel like, you know, they saw that we're just like, well, we can do that. Um, I I don't think it I don't think they did, but um yeah, it it does not have the same magic. Like really the only thing that I admired about it was the animation. Yeah, like except and, for the umbrellas. Yeah, like their their faces was it just seemed like out of place. Yeah, like everything else, like the, the textures on the streets and the buildings I thought were amazing. Yeah, um, that was all really cool. I, I especially love the one shot of like there's like everything's supposed to be personified but beyond the umbrellas and like the scene where it's like the building with the round um windows and then the arched doorway which was cocked to the side like and it made it have that like surprise like oh face for yeah. some reason that shot just made me like giggle it was, it was yeah cool. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why, but then like... you were then you were frowning because you're just like yeah i was like f this freaking short umbrella man my ass uh I'm just saying it felt it felt, uh, it felt and, and 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 by the way for people who are listening who are are about to try to call me on my hypocriticalness I'm well aware of the short called signs in which people say that paper man ripped from and I have watched it and I, I have seen that one too yeah I, I I enjoy that one also but I think it's different enough the only I think the male character in both those shorts are really the only thing that feel similar and obviously the fact that there's a female person that that person is interested in. But I think there's the emotions of what is going on between those two people are completely different in both their shorts. Um, in this, it's clearly two people who have found each other that are separated that are possibly being brought together. Like it's the overall theme of these uh, of uh, the Blue Umbrella and Paper Man are more closely linked. They're, they are more closely tied, yeah. Because I was thinking when I saw Paper Man the first time, I was like, "Oh, this is like that science short." Yeah. But um, no, I think they're different enough. Even though they both have similarities, they can they can coexist. Like yeah. I, I definitely felt like this. Not to say that it was. It definitely felt like more like a, a blatant ripoff. But yeah. I, I, I feel like they couldn't be because like these obviously take time to animate and whatnot so unless they had like an inside scoop and were like we're gonna rival paper man <laughs> i don't know like it, i mean it definitely felt that way because like you you got a sense that you know this was the same story and everything or like some, um, some especially was... since there was no dialogue and it was all music and you know that yeah 
Well, somebody was over at uh, at DreamWorks or whatever working on Paper Man. He's like, no, guys, we should really do this in 3D. And they're like, no, man, we want to do this as 2D hand-drawn with some 3D elements added to it. And he's like, well, F you guys. I'm going to work for Pixar. <laughs> and he started working <laughs> One on guy storms out. He's like, he's like, all right, Brad, take your umbrella idea over there. <laughs> he's like, I'll show you guys. I'll show you guys. Ugh. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't uh wasn't as good as uh, some of their other shorts that they've had. Yeah, definitely not. No, I'm I'm still a huge fan of the uh, the UFO test driving one, and uh, the the rain cloud one's pretty good. That was good, yeah. Basically, the all... the night and day one that was pretty good. Yeah, that that one uh, was more of a technical achievement type interest to me than purely the story. Yeah. But... But it's still pretty um, cool. The the Toy Story one they had was good though. Which one was that again? The the Hawaiian vacation one. I think that was in front of Cars Two. That was a good one. That was a funny one. I'm trying to remember what that one was. I, I just remember it being funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but Which yeah. means it probably wasn't that good. <laughs> Do you have any more comments on uh, the Monsters uh, University? No, yeah, no. All right, cool. Well, we are. Did we already give our verdict? No, we haven't. Okay. We we started talking about the blue umbrella. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ella, Ella, a. Um. So let's exactly. go ahead. Let's go ahead and uh, get into that verdict then, um, so that we can close this episode out because it's getting pretty late. Um. If you were going to give this a must see, recommend with the caveat, wait for rental, pass with the caveat, or must avoid, what would you give it? I give it a recommend. I think if if you like Monsters Inc. and you were kind of wary about this one, I think you should still check it out. I mean, I think I think that most people would be pleasantly surprised. I think if I think if you have kids, they're gonna eat this up with a spoon. Because like when I walked out, there was this one girl who was like, "That was the best movie ever!" <laughs> like freaking out. Oh my gosh! So I was like, "Okay, yeah." Clearly, the kids love it. So. Yeah, I think I think it's 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 a really entertaining film. I think it's uh it's a bit of a crowd pleaser. Um, you know, it isn't it isn't necessarily the best of what Pixar has to offer, but it does approach um Pixar level of of quality in a lot of the themes uh, held in it. So I'm also going to give it a recommend with a caveat. As I said before, like you can you can wait for rental for this one. If you just want to like sit down and enjoy it uh, all by your lonesome at some point in time, just to get the little little moments of goodness out of it, um, but I think it's one of those things where it's like, if you gotta if you gotta see a kids movie um, anytime in the the immediate future, like this is the one that you want to uh, see because I think it does have something for, I mean obviously the little kids aren't gonna completely understand the tropes of college life, but I think like yeah. the adults will be able to totally enjoy that, um, and uh, everyone else we'll be able to laugh and at all the little jokes and all the silly humor parts. But I, I, I do think it, it, as I said, like just those, those moments towards the end where they're dealing with uh, the horror type things and um, just the, the, the actualization of finding what you are good at as a person. And like that whole arc of, of Mike just learning how to try to be what he just, the only dream he's ever really had is to be a scarer. And yeah, everyone he knows his entire life has told him he can't be a scare and just like how he deals with that and trying to become the great scare that he will be in the future films. Uh, I, I think it's, it's, it's a touching little, 
um, story arc. So it is worth checking out. So Yeah, I mean, I, I liked it a lot more than uh, The Croods or Epic, other animated movies that have come out this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's so, def- yeah. It definitely has a lot more heart than all those films did. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, that is going to bring us to the end of this review. So, Carson, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you? Uh, you can go to practicalcandy.wordpress.com. Cool. People can find me over at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at thespoilerwarning.com where you get all the back episodes of the show, including our reviews of The East and uh, World War Z. You can follow us on Twitter to figure out when these episodes go live at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to uh, Monsters University, so hopefully you're enjoying that. And, uh, yeah, thank you for joining me, Carson. Yeah, thank you for having me. And thank you guys all for listening. Um, you know, keep your heads up. You can be whatever you dream to be. Uh, we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>